0: JT, you're amazing. Oh, well, good morning, everybody. What a great day to be alive. Anyone else excited about being alive? Whew. Just keeps getting better and better. <clears throat> I am so excited about what God is doing. And um, I am so hungry for more. You know, last week I, I preached... Uh, on being set apart, being holy and, and being set apart for purpose and I said I was going to preach on power and authority this week but actually the Holy Spirit's been doing a bit of a number on me and uh, I think I need to learn a little bit more about that before I can preach on it. So um, um, I feel like he's been laying something else on my heart this week and that's really about being hungry. <sighs> and, and actually what I want to do at the end of this is I want to impart hunger so my, I'm just letting you know at the end, at least one of the things I'm going to do in prayer ministry is invite you, if you're really hungry, to come forward. And I actually want to lay hands on you and impart hunger. Not physical hunger, but spiritual hunger, right? To, you know, I know it's getting towards lunch, and we've got daylight saving, so you know our bodies are telling us it's lunchtime already, but it's not. But I'm, So I'm not talking about physical hunger, I'm actually talking about hunger for God. Hunger for his presence, hunger for who he is. And, and I, and I, I want to say to myself and to all of us, there's more. Do you know that there's more? God has more for you than you are currently living in. Jesus' is, Jesus's death on the cross, the joy that was set before him, is not just your life where it's at right now, although you are his joy. But he paid the price for all of us actually to lead us into glory into much greater realms of experience in the here and now, not just in the sweet by and by, but in the here and now, the experiencing the joy and the glory of his presence. You know, in uh, in the Hebrew, there are two words for glory. There's a glory that is the kabod, the weight of his presence, which is like, you know, when God comes, you get smushed to the ground, that kind of glory. Right? It's like, you know, when... when, um, Solomon dedicated the temple, the glory of God came, and no one could enter because the weight of his presence was so thick, and the fire of God came. And so there's the glory of God that falls, it's weight, the weight of his presence. And then there's the glory that actually is what makes, it could be termed beauty. The glory of God that makes you stop and think, wow, he's so beautiful. It makes people stop and look at, Life and say, God is so beautiful. And you know that, that, that God wants to release to all of us both kinds of those glories, right? It's a glory that mushes us to the ground, it's a glory that demonstrates His magnificence and His, and his just awesome power. And it's His glory upon us that makes people stop and say, God's so beautiful in you. That's your destiny. That's your inheritance. That's your purpose. And there's more for you than you are currently experiencing. There's more for me than I'm currently experiencing. There's more for us as a church than we are currently living in. Isn't that good news? Because I have to say to you, I'm not satisfied with where I am at personally. And I'm not satisfied with where we are at as a church. Because Jesus has paid for a whole lot more than we're currently living in, right? So I'm hungry, and I wanna impart hunger. Well, what am I hungry for? I'm gonna run through a really quick list. First of all, I'm hungry for knowing and loving God. Jesus said, I only see well, I only do what I see my Father doing. I only say what I hear my Father saying. I actually wanna live like that. I'm hungry to see more. I'm hungry to see what the Father is doing. I'm hungry to hear what the Father's saying. I'm hungry to know his heart. I'm hungry to know his ways. Because, you know, there's a difference between knowing what God does and knowing why he does it. Which is his ways and his heart. And so I'm, I'm hungry to, to be able to see in the spirit realm, to see this is what God is doing, and then to step in and be obedient to that. I'm hungry in the spirit to hear in the ears of my heart, to hear what he's saying, and then to release that around me. Because he's always got good things to say. He's always doing good things of love. You know, that we, that we look, I'm hungry for the more of God, to know Him and to love Him in a greater, greater measure. The, I'm hungry for the spirit of wisdom and revelation that we could know Him. Right? Who wants to know God more? You know, I think if the more we know God, the more that, they, that we understand who He is, the more that we become like Him and the more we see His glory all around us. So I want more of God, I want to love, I want to know Him more experientially, I want to love Him in a deeper way, I want a deeper revelation of His love. As Paul prayed in Ephesians chapter 3, 17 and 19, I want to be rooted and established. I want you to be rooted and established. I want us to be rooted and established, to comprehend, to know God's love, to be filled with the fullness of God. That would be an epic thing. And we see the full manifestation of that. We want to be perfected in love because fear, wherever there's fear, there's no love. We want to see fear being driven out, perfect love coming. I want to be drawn into God's love for humanity. It's not just that the thing, but the message of the Father's love is that, you know, there was a guy in the 13th century called John Dun Scotus, and he said this. He said, we are co-lovers of God. He said, in other words, God's love that is in us is the same love that God loves himself with. So God loves the Father, the Father loves the Son, and the Son loves the Father, and the love that we have for the Father is the love that the the Son has for the Father, and the love that the the Father has for the Son is the same love that He pours out upon us, right? So we're co-lovers of God. In other words, we don't love because we have it in ourselves, we love with God's love. So the message of the Father's love is that He's pouring out His love into our hearts, and we love God with God's love. But not only is the the message of the Father's love that we love God, that we're co-lovers of God with God, but that actually we're co-lovers of our brothers and sisters with God. In other words, the same love that the Father has for David and Mary Lee is the same love that's flowing in me for David and Mary Lee. Right, co-lovers of 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 our of our brothers and sisters with God. But not only is it of what's in the church, but it's we're co-lovers of God with God, of the world. In other words, the the, the love that sent Jesus to die upon the cross for God so loved the world is the same love that's flowing into us, through us, and out of us. We're co-lovers of God with the world. Does that make sense? I get excited about that because it means it's not reliant upon me and upon my ability, and upon my love, but I want to be drawn into the deeper realms of God's love for His, for His, for His humanity. You know, in Revelation chapter 4, um, what, you know, that one of the, the songs that the elders and the four living creatures they sing is that you, that all things, you are creator, all things exist by your will. Something like that. My mind's gone a little mushy just then. It's in Revelation 4. But in other words, all of humanity has been created and exists for God's will, for His purpose, to be objects of His love. I want to step more into God's love for humanity and for the lost. Not judging by outward appearances. Not not having prejudices, but being removed by that. Are you hungry for that? I am so hungry for that. To be able to stand stand in front of someone that doesn't look like me, talk like me, act like me, which is kind of easy in this country because I'm a foreigner. But even people that don't have my same beliefs and my same values, and not to see them with the eyes of my flesh that say, I'm judging you because you're this, this, and this, and I'm not that. But to see them with the eyes that Jesus sees them. Because he loves them passionately, and he's given himself for them. I want that love. I'm hungry for that love. I'm hungry for the more that God has. I'm hungry for a pure heart. I'm hungry for the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, all of those things. I'm hungry for the fruit of the Spirit to come upon me. I'm hungry for the gifts of the Spirit. All of the gifts, they're love gifts. They're a gift, they're a grace gift of a God who absolutely loves us and absolutely loves the world and wants to demonstrate his love for us. You know that the gifts of God the healing signs, wonders, prophecy, faith, tongues, interpretation of tongues. They're not just to say that God is real, but they're actually to demonstrate that God is love and that he is good because the glory of God, as Moses saw in Exodus 33, the glory of God is his goodness. I'm rushing. I feel like I'm... Got it? Okay, good. I'm hungry for the gifts of the Spirit to prophesy with greater realm of accuracy and detail so that people don't just have a general sense that God loves them, but that God actually knows them because they they get to know that God sees the fact that when they were three, this happened to them, right? That kind of thing. The words of knowledge that unlock and bring life, and you, the person that's there is just staggering back under the weight of the glory and the goodness of God, because all of a sudden, He sees me, He knows me, He loves me. Right? I'm hungry for that. I want to see. I want to lay hands on the sick and see them set free, not so that I can have amazing prison ministry, a uh, prison healing ministry, prison ministry too. Because actually we're called to meet the needs of people, not just spiritually, but to visit the poor and the orphan and the widow and the person in prison, right? I'm hungry for hearing, for healing, for wisdom, for faith, for miracles, for tongues, for interpretation, for leadership, for hospitality, for serving, to seeing into heaven, to see what God is doing now and releasing it upon the earth. I'm hungry. Anyone else hungry? I'm hungry for boldness. It's all very well having a picture, but if you don't, or, or a prophetic word, or having the power to heal, but if you don't step out in boldness, then you just it's left lying around on the floor. So I'm hungry for boldness, for more boldness. I'm hungry for salvations. I'm hungry to see Ash's family saved. I'm hungry to see my neighbors saved. I'm hungry to see more of God manifested in his love for people around. I'm hungry for transformation of our cities. I'm hungry for Durham and Raleigh and Chapel Hill to not look like they are right now, but to be transformed in the love of God and for the freedom of God to come, and for there to be no crime, and there to be no sickness, and there to be no division, and there to be no racism. I am hungry for that because it's what Jesus has paid for. I'm hungry for more faith in prayer. I'm just hungry. Are you getting the picture? I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Now, we're witnessing hunger at the moment. Excuse me for a minute. We're witnessing extreme hunger for the Apple iPhone. <laughs> if you want an iPhone 10, what are you going to do? You're going to free yeah, pre-order? If you're really hungry and if you miss the pre-order, you're going to go and stand in line for a very long time. We've got Black Friday coming up for, you know, um, shopping day. Throw everyone out of the way so that you can get to the TV day, right? To so the discount day. Now, what happens? You, people are going to be out. They're going to be lining up at 3 a.m. in the morning outside their favorite store because they want that discount on that TV and they're going to wait and they're going to wait and they're going to wait. Why? Because they're hungry for something. I once heard somebody say this. Pursuit is the evidence of desire. Pursuit is the evidence of desire. How do we know that somebody wants an iPhone 10? Because they're queuing up, lining up outside in the freezing cold waiting for it. How do we know that somebody wants that discount on that TV? Because they get up at 3 a.m. or or not even go to bed at midnight. They're standing in the freezing cold waiting in the dark with a bunch of other hungry people, but without much love. Because I'm going to knock you out of the way so I can get what I want. Pursuit is the evidence of desire. If you're hungry, what are you pursuing? I don't want to lay that on you as a heavy word, it's just the reality of it, right? I'm hungry for the greater works. Let's turn to John chapter 15, 14 even. John chapter 14. Just so that you know my, my, that my hunger is grounded in Scripture. And there's so many different places I could go and we could, we could read about what God wants to do, but I, I just felt to focus briefly on, we'll touch on this and then go to a couple of other passages. But John 14 verse 12, it says, this is Jesus talking. Truly, truly, I say to you, in other words, hey, listen. Every time you have of a truly, truly, it's God saying, I'm about to say something really important. It's not just true once, it's true twice. Ah. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do, and greater works than these will he do, because I am going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son, I will, if you ask me for anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, you will keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. Let's skip down to verse, uh, The branches are gathered, thrown into the fire and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. By this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. Verse 16, you did not choose me but I chose you and appointed you. That you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should last or abide so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Jesus wants you to be fruitful and to succeed. Jesus has great plans and great purposes for all of us, and he wants us to step into them. He wants us to be fruitful, right? It's actually, Jesus is saying, I want you to be fruitful because when you're fruitful, my Father gets the glory. When you're fruitful, and we're not just talking here about the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, but we're actually talking about the fruit of a life that's surrendered to to the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit, that the fruit that Jesus is talking about is a life that is just like Jesus's. Full of love. Full of miracles. Full of prophecy. Full of compassion. Full of laying your life down. Full of expecting more of God. Full of using your strength in God to benefit other people. And we've got these prophetic words that have been coming, like like over this last little season, Mark DuPont and then other people, he prophesied over us. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse uh, 9 and 10, what no eye has seen and no ear has heard and no heart has understood, that that has been revealed to us by the Holy Spirit. And then Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 and 21, that God wants to do more than we can ask or imagine, abundantly, abundantly, more than more than we can ask or imagine. That's what he wants to do amongst us. That's what he wants to do in this city, more than we could ask or imagine. Are we hungry? Are we hungry? Are we hungry? Okay, uh, I've got a little... Uh, sound clip. I don't know if we're ready to show the sound clip. I'm going to talk a little bit, but make, can, if we can get the sound clip ready. I want to set the scene for a minute. So uh, this last week, Duncan and Kate, our senior leaders, for those of you that are here um, for the first time, uh, our senior leaders, Duncan and Kate, started the church and, um, um, in 2008. And um, they were in Redding, California, at Bethel this week at the Leaders Advance, and I think they had maybe just left, but there was a, they were obviously doing some prophetic ministry, and, um, and a prophetic word was released for them, okay? And so you're going to hear just a very short snippet, because there's a bit more, but there's a bit that I wanted to, to, to listen to, and, and ladies that are going to the She Gathers conference, pick your ears up, Okay? Pick your ears up because what you're about to hear is a prophetic word from somebody that doesn't know, doesn't actually know who Duncan and Kate are from Adam. But the Holy Spirit revealing something. Are we ready to play? My belly. Kate's birthday, their dog. Okay, thank you so much. Yeah, you can turn it. So I I apologize for the quality. I think that was filmed on an iPhone, sent to me on an iPhone, so it was really blurry. But hopefully you could get the, 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 the verse, right? So May 10th is Kate's birthday. Bella is the name of their dog. November 17th and 18th is when we're having our She Gathers Conference. The retreats, I should say. So a number of our ladies are going away to, to have a retreat. The title of the retreat is Clothed with Power. <laughs> and she said, and God's going to do something powerful amongst you. And he's going to cause you to, to have, be fruitful, something like that, right? Multiply fruitfulness. So if you haven't signed up to the She Gathers conference and you're a woman, sorry guys, we're just going to have to believe that God's, the overflow from the women will be enough for us. But actually it's good that the women get blessed first. It's a retreat. It's not a conference. I keep saying conference. It's not a conference. It's a retreat. But anyway, if you haven't signed up, please sign up. How amazing is that? that God has us on his radar and he wants to multiply our fruitfulness. (laughs) I love it. I love it. How many of you have heard of uh, Sean Boltz? Okay, so those of you that haven't heard of Sean, Sean has got this, um, is a, He's in a church in um, LA. He started it. He's no longer leading it. There's a church in LA, and um, and Sean has an amazing gift of the words of words of knowledge right, he's able to, uh, he, he pulls out names, addresses, dates of birth, anniversaries, a little like we've just seen there, uh, and pe- you know, names of p- family members that have died and gone to heaven, a whole variety of things, and, it, and it's not just the, wow, he knew my telephone number, but then comes out this amazing prophetic word that comes with it, right, that just, that just speaks of God's love, and, and, you know, when I look at Sean, I think, that's, Lord, that's who I want to be, like that, right, operating at that level. Anyone feel that way? Yeah. And um, anyway, I had the opportunity a few months ago when we were in Toronto to, to be in a, a small gathering and have Sean pray for us. And Sean said, you know, what I actually want to impart to you, what I want to impart to you is hunger. Because he, he said, he said this, get this, because I'm not satisfied with where I'm at. And then he shared a bit more de- detail about some friends and what they're doing, which was mind numbing and just blew my mind, Right. But, but Sean Bolt's saying, "I'm not satisfied." Murray Smith saying, "If, if you're not satisfied, I'm like I'm like I'm like starving. I haven't eaten for 500 days. I want more." But it's interesting. Since he laid hands on me, the hunger went up right? Because God wants to impart hunger to us. How hungry are we? Very. Amen. And so there's a couple more, couple of things I want to pull out of, of this two passages that I've just read. Um, the first one is, in our hunger, I want us to just really make a note. It's one of those Hunger is a strange thing when it comes to the Bible, to biblical hunger. It's one of those things that is all about grace so that you can't achieve what God wants to achieve, but actually he requires you to pursue it anyway, right? Right? So he's saying, listen, I want, I want to pour out my spirit upon you and I want to release signs and wonders. How many of you know that you can't drum up a prophetic word or you can't drum up a word of knowledge unless you cheat by looking on Facebook, which I wouldn't recommend. You can't actually go and, and muscle up a prophetic word or, a, or a, a word of knowledge or a healing because it's not you, it's God. Yeah? It's like, you know, when, you, when, when you're dating and, and one of those, you know, in... in the girl wants to break up with you and she says, hey, listen, it's not you, it's me. Yeah, it's the opposite way around with God. Hey, listen, it's not you, Murray. Well, it's kind of, I suppose, it's me. God's saying, I want to release that to you. It's a, it's a grace gift. But what's incumbent upon us is to pursue. It's to be hungry and to ask the Lord for more. So first of all, let's not get into a works mentality that we think we have to go and really work really hard to do something for God. Actually, what we need to do is we need to receive but we need to be, just be in the secret place and asking the Lord, Holy Spirit, would you fill me? Would you give me all that Jesus has won for? Oh, I want to grow in intimacy with you, Holy Spirit. It's in the secret place, in the place where you're laid bare, in that place of abiding, as Jesus said. If you abide in me, you're going to bear much fruit. It's in that secret place where we actually experience the hunger of God. And we get to see that hunger met. Abide in Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit. Hope in Jesus. You know, one of the things that's been running through my mind this week and as I've been praying and I've been, as, you know, I've been just seeking the Lord is my, my prayer is, Lord, my hope is in you. My hope is not in me. My hope is in you. My hope is not in me. Christ in us is the hope of glory. My hope is in your grace. My hope is in your goodness. My hope is in your power. My hope is in your ability. My hope is in your goodness. My hope is in your glory. I know I don't have anything for me, for you from here other than a life that says, yes, God, I want all that you've got for me. I am hungry for more of you. Set apart. He, Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing. You know, it's the Holy Spirit that births hunger in you. And it's the Holy Spirit that meets the hunger in you. Ah, oh, so good. He fills us. Jesus has appointed you to bear fruit. Jesus has appointed you to be very, 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 very fruitful in the kingdom. Jesus has made you to be one that sees what God is doing and releases it. But our hope is in Jesus that he will manifest it in us because he's good and always does what he promises. And so my my hunger looks a little like this. Lord, I'm hungry for you. Lord, I look to you. Jesus, my hope is in you. Here I am, come and get me. But Lord, this is what I would really like because I see this in you and I see this in your heart. I see this is in your character. So what I want is I want all that you have for me. A few months ago, I was, again, I think, Maybe about five months ago, I was uh, in a meeting and, a, and uh, a guy came up to me and he prophesied over me and he says, Murray, I feel like the Lord's saying uh, that he's going to stretch out your tent pegs. How far do you want to go? Ah, I'm like, woo. Yes, Lord, I received that. And I thought a, bit, a little bit about it and I thought to myself, Lord, as far as you want me to go. Because I could probably think of something but you're probably farther out than that. So Lord, I hope in you, and I ask you to throw me as wide as you possibly want to, and take me as far, and take us as a church as far and as wide as you possibly want to. Hope in Jesus. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Abide in him. Abide in his grace. Don't get into works. Don't get into trying. Get into resting. But in a place of rest, Apply faith to receive. In Hebrews chapter 4, um, the writer to the Hebrews, he's saying, you know, he's talking about the Israelites, the ancient Israelites who didn't get into the promised land, who didn't fulfill the promise of God for rest, they didn't come into the rest that God had. And the writer to the Hebrews in, in, in chapter 4 is saying, strive to enter the rest. Be zealous, be diligent to enter in. But how do you be diligent? where well, you apply faith. Because what he says in, in, in the early part of the Hebrews 4, is he says, they had the prophetic word, but they didn't mix it with faith. And therefore, they didn't enter in. And so in that place of abiding, part of the next step of hungering and, and receiving from the Lord is to say, okay, I have faith, God. I'm mixing what you want to do. I'm mixing that with what you're doing. I'm mixing my faith into that. And I'm saying, yes, God, I believe you for it. And then hope in the Father's desire. In, in, verse, in chapter 15, verse 8 The Father is glorified when we bear much fruit. The Father's desire is that He's glorified and therefore He wants to answer all of our prayers and He wants to fill us and He wants to make us fruitful. It's His desire that His Son receives the reward of His sufferings. It's His desire that He pours out His Spirit upon us without measure. The limiting factor is not His desire, it's ours. And so we mix our hunger with faith understanding the father's heart and his desire to bless us his desire to to meet us and we say yes holy spirit we're coming and then we pursue him for intimacy pursue him to know him more one peter uh, sorry two peter chapter one 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 2, that Peter says this, he says, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of our Lord Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied. Then he says, his divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. How? Through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. Again, abide in Christ. If you abide in Christ, you'll be pursuing intimacy with him. You'll be saying, Lord, I know that you only can satisfy my hunger. I know that you only that can fulfill the promises that you've got for us as an indiv- me as an individual, for us as a church. Only you can f- promise, you can achieve those, you can fulfill them. So Lord, what you call me to is to know you and as I know you, then I get to experience you. Grace and peace is multiplied to you and your divine power that's granted to us becomes very powerful and active in my life because I'm intimate and I know you. Thank you, Holy Spirit and then i get to pray and i get to because i know the father i get to start to pray and my prayer starts to line up with what he wants and i start to pray in his name and the father starts in his in his passion and the father says heck yes i'm going to fulfill that prayer because i want to be glorified and i want you to be fruitful ask and keep on asking pursue his presence pursue him I love it in Revelation chapter 1 and then Revelation chapter 4, as John gets caught up in the spirit, the very first thing he sees is God, and it leads him to worship. Revelation 1, he sees Jesus, he falls flat on his face. Revelation 4, he has his this voice, he sees a door open in heaven, he goes up into heaven, the very first thing he sees is the worship of heaven. The father on his throne, Jasper and Carnelian, the, 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 the rainbow of emerald, a sea of glass, the four living creatures around him, the elders all around him with their crowns, casting it down. What does he see? He sees the worship of heaven. And then in the, chapter 5, he sees the lamb that was slain standing in, in between around the throne. And again, there's the whole worship. It's the priority of heaven is to worship God, to pursue God, to know him, to have intimacy with him, to be hungry to know him. When we know him, when we experience him, everything else will line up and come into fruition in our lives. But part of that process for me, part of that worship is, um, and I'm going to wrap up shortly, is just, is actually about letting go of mindsets. I want to share a dream that I had with you. A few months ago I had a dream we were in this auditorium but all the chairs were around the other way and the front row was actually next to the sound booth and we were doing some baptisms at the back and and it was my old pastor in Australia who was leading the baptisms and and then he went walked out of the door and then was hanging around in the cafe area and it was a couple more people that wanted to be baptized so I went out to get him and I got him and I came back in. And as I came back in, he turned into my pastor in England, my previous pastor. And he put up something to my head, like a phone or something, and he scanned my head. And I'm like, that's a weird dream. First of all, the auditorium's ran the wrong way. Secondly, why is my last pastor in it? Thirdly, why is my previous previous pastor scanning my head? Anyone have those kind of weird dreams? Sometimes you're like, what the heck was that about? I know it's significant, but I don't know what that is all about. So I was chatting with a friend uh, a while ago, um, is a, he, he lives in Winnipeg, he interprets dreams, and, and he said, you know what I think it is? I think it represents old mindsets. I think it represents, if you think about it, my first pastor that when we were first married, scanning my head, that's a mindset, he's, he's there, you know, and, I, and I, this is not that they are bad people, it's just what God was saying, right, so, so if you're listening, anybody that knows my past, then, you know, I'm not putting this on them. I'm just saying this was symbolic. God was using those images to show me mindsets, right? So uh, what I, it was like the mindset from the old, from my, from my first church, the mindsets that I'd grown up in, then the mindsets from the last season that I was in, and even then the mindsets from this church, that, that from the past, that are not necessarily what God wants to do in the future, which I think represents it was all a bit back to front, and God saying, if you want to move forward, you have to lose old mindsets. And so one of the things that I've been praying then over this last season as well in my hunger is, Lord, I actually need you to change my mindsets. You know, to repent is very simple. It just means to turn around and go in a different direction. And so part of my hunger hasn't just been, Lord, oh, Lord, I want you. Part of my hunger is, Lord, I know that there's things in me that are actually blocking what you want to achieve, both in terms of mindsets and any other issues of the heart. Lord, what I want is I want to repent. I want to turn. Lord, would you change my mindsets? Would you heal my heart? Would you heal my mind? Would you renew me so that in my hunger I can pursue the true you rather than just the version of you that I think You, who you are? That makes sense? And so we're pursuing transformation of the mind we're tr- pursuing a removal of old mindsets and a birthing in of new mindsets you got to let go of the old to step into the new you got to let go of the old remember a prophetic word that david wagner gave uh, duncan and i back in september last year and he said this i want you to be uh, amateurs in the new rather than professionals in the old I think that's for all of us, actually. I'm a little little slow to catch on, so I apologize for being slow, but I'm getting there. I'm hungry. I'm hungry for the more of God. I'm hungry for the things that he's showing me. I'm I'm seeing glimpses of the glory of God. I'm seeing glimpses of the whole city being transformed. I'm seeing glimpses of what it would look like to have all the hospitals empty because of the healing power that comes. I'm I'm seeing glimpses of what businesses would look like that are actually tapping into heaven and releasing heaven's strategies to actually transform people's lives, people's cultures, the thought patterns, families, all of those things. We're beginning to see glimpses of it, and I'm hungry for more. It requires me to pursue God. It requires me to say yes to God. It requires me to pursue intimacy. that actually requires giving up my time rather than watching TV but going to pray or to read. It requires me when I'm walking my dog to say, Lord, I'm hungry for more of you and I bless these neighbourhoods but I'm hungry for more. It requires me on a Sunday morning to come with an expectation that says, this is not same old, same old. Lord, I don't want same old, same old. I want the more of God. It requires me to just lay my life down and my time down and my agenda down It requires me to say, Lord, I think I know what I'm doing, which is a bad thing. Change my mindset so I don't know what I really, because I really don't know what I'm doing. I just think I do. Change my mindset and birth the new life in me and the truth. Because the Holy Spirit's job is to lead us into truth. And then it requires, finally, I'm going to finish with this. Mark chapter 11, verse 24. Oh, it's finding it hard to find Mark 11. Okay, Mark 11, verse 24. Jesus, I mean, it's so similar to what we just listened, you know, heard in in John 14, on John 15. Ask for whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. This is Jesus saying, Mark 11: 24. Therefore, I tell you, whatever. Let's say whatever. 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 whatever, like little children, like little kids, you know, teenagers, whatever. No, not whatever. It's like whatever, whatever you want, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. So here's what my hunger is, here's where our hunger is leading us, is to ask, is to believe, is to receive, and to step into Jesus is saying I want you to have faith not to just to keep asking although I want you to keep asking but when you keep asking what I want you to do is have faith that you be, that you're going to receive it because I'm good and I want you to believe that you've got it and I want you to act like you've got it so step out yeah. and so it's this interesting thing this interesting dimension that it's like I, I'm hungry for more and I'm asking for more and I'm believing for more and I'm stepping out in more but I'm hungry for more than that and so I'm asking for more, and I'm believing for more, and I'm stepping out again for more. And it's like this constant, the Holy Spirit wooing me, pulling me through, drawing me out deeper, saying, look, there's more for you, son. There's more for you, daughter. There's more for you, church. There's more, 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 there's more. There's more. There's more. There's more. And just when you think you've reached the end, there's more. And just when you think you've got to the end of that, there's more again. Because God is a wide, open, glorious, beautiful, loving Father who is freedom himself. And even the experience that we have of him is nothing compared to who he really is. And so I wanna I wanna just I invite you to stand. the first thing I want to invite you to do is I want to invite you to ask the Holy Spirit to put to death anything that needs to die of old mindsets. So you can put your hand on your head that, if you wanted to, you don't have to, or you can put your hand on your heart, or you can just stand normal, you know, and not do anything. I don't mind. But ask the Holy Spirit yeah, maybe I, um, if Aaron uh, Fung is around, we can have a little bit of keys. Amber, Amber, perfect. Um, that's all right. So just to ask the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit's job, Jesus said, to guide us into all truth. Our job is to repent and ask him to guide us into truth. What are we repenting from? Things That are old mindsets that are actually not from Him, they're just religion. Things that are old mindsets that are actually not from Him, it's just worldly thinking. Things that are old mindsets that worked well in the previous season but actually don't work in the new season. And so we're asking the Lord, Lord, we repent, which basically means we're changing direction. We don't want to live under old mindsets any longer. Religious mindsets, worldly mindsets, previous history mindsets, Lord. We want to walk into the new. And so here's the next thing I want us to do. I want you, if you want to do this, I want you physically to turn around as a symbol of your repentance. So you can just turn around, face a different direction. I don't mind if you don't face me. And then turn around again, if you would like to. So we're repenting. Lord, please forgive us. Please forgive us. Cleanse us from our unrighteousness. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, I think it says that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from our unrighteousness. Romans 12, chapter 2, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It's the action of the Holy Spirit. Lord, I ask that you would release to us a transformative mindset across the room, Lord. Mind that says yes to you. Minds that are obedient to you. Minds, and Lord, I ask, and the next thing I want to do, if you want to, I want you to put your hands over your eyes or your heart, wherever you want to have your spiritual sight, wherever you think that is. Might be it's over your heart, and you want to say, I want us to just pray together and say, Lord, would you open our spiritual eyes to see what you are doing in greater measure? And then put your hands on your ears, either your spiritual ears, your natural ears, just say, Lord, would you increase the volume of your voice that we could hear what you're saying all the time? And put your hand right on your heart and say, Lord, I want to know your ways. Teach me your heart and your ways. And we, we release the angels. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, come angelic beings, go and do his bidding. You mighty ones who do the Father's bidding, we welcome you as well. And all across the room, Holy Spirit birthing hunger and a desperation for the fire of God, for the more of God. And here's, if you're hungry, for more, I want to invite you to come to the front. I only want to do that because it's a slightly easier to get to you than getting into the rows, okay? It's nothing, nothing necessarily uh, extra special about coming to the front. It's just a bit easier to get to you And while you're coming forward, Ash is just reminding me that for some of us, the mindset that we need to actually change is actually a mindset that we haven't submitted ourselves to the Lordship of Christ. And we actually haven't, we don't, we don't believe in Jesus. And so there's a there may be some of us amongst us that actually. Our whole mindset needs to change. It's not that even we have a religious mindset. It's just that we've never understood or known the truth. And if that's you, I've got good news for you today. The Holy Spirit is here to make what Jesus has won for you on the cross and apply it to your life to bring you into salvation, into freedom, into deliverance. And so if that's you and you've never given your life to Jesus that you've got stuck in a, a, you know, you don't have any mindset or understanding of who Christ is, I want you to pray this prayer with me. Holy, uh, Holy Spirit. I ask that you reveal Jesus to me. Jesus, I submit to you. I ask that you would cleanse me from my sin, all the things that I have done wrong. I ask that you would cleanse me, that you would wipe away my guilt and my past, and that you would bring me into the freedom that you are in Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer, I would love to chat with you afterwards. Please come. Now, ministry team. Wow. Wow. Hungry people. Here's what I'd like to do. I'd actually, if you could, I'd like all of our ministry team to come up onto stage for a minute, because I, I actually want to pray for you and I want to release an impartation to you, and then I want to pray. I want you to go and then lay that impartation on other people. So if you could come up onto the stage, maybe uh, you just kind of gather over this way. That seems like there's a bit more space over there and over there. That's perfect. I mean, there's nothing. Nothing magical about it, but just what I received from Sean, I want to release to you. Simple as that. Yeah, so the whole ministry team, if you, even if you're not on duty today, whole ministry team, please come up. Now, these are just people that, we've, that are trained, that we, we know their hearts. And, and so what we want is we... Hold fire for a minute. We're going to just release the impartation and then we're going to release them to come and pray for you. And my belief and my expectation is that the transference is that the anointing is transferable, that what I impart, what Sean imparted to me, we impart and they're going to impart to you. So, ah, Holy Spirit come. Holy Spirit, come, we impart hunger to you, Michael. So when I prayed for you, just go and start to minister that hunger and release it to other people. Whether you feel the anointing or not, just receive it by faith, okay? Receive it by faith. Oh, go, I impart hunger to you. Michelle, I impart hunger to you. Gaddy, I impart hunger to you. I impart hunger to you. I impart hunger to you. Julia, I impart hunger to you. Ha, Cottrell, I impart the hunger of more of the more for God. I impart that to you, Clay. The hunger of the Holy Spirit for the more of God. Paul, I impart that to you. The hunger of the Spirit for the more of God. Isa, Isa, I impart to you the hunger for the more of God, the more. Hungry, hungry, hungry to release it. Release it, release it, release it, Clarissa. I release to you that hunger. I impart to you the hunger of the power of the hunger for God. Ha, Danny, I do the same for you. Fire on you. Hunger. hunger hunger I impart to you Carrie I impart to you the hunger of the Holy Spirit hunger for more hunger for more go and release it go and release it go and release it I impart the hunger to you more Josh hunger for the Holy Spirit for more more for Rebecca I impart the hunger to rebecca in jesus name i impart that hunger uh, to you justin come holy spirit oh i impart the hunger to you erica come holy spirit hunger in your heart i thank you for the hunger that you carry now increase it the more in jesus name i impart to you the hunger come holy spirit for mary beth oh yeah mary lee sorry mary lee and david hunger we impart the hunger. You already have it so much, but I impart more. Now release it. Now release it. Now release it. Pamela, we impart the hunger to you. Now release it in Jesus' name. Ha, ah, we impart the hunger to you, Shannon. Now release it in Jesus' name. We impart the hunger to you, Rochelle. Now release it in Jesus' name. We impart hunger. I thank you for the hunger that you carry, but more in Jesus' name. We impart the hunger for the more of God right now in Jesus' name. We Dawn, we impart the hunger for more. The hunger for more in Jesus' name. More. The more of God. The more that he wants to fill you. The more that he wants to see. The more the bigness of who he is. Ha, ah, come Holy Spirit. Yes, we impart more, Junior. Ah, we impart more to you. We impart more to you, Deb now. Go and release it in Jesus' name, Joanne. We impart hunger, the hunger for more of God. We impart it to you, Christy. Impart the hunger of the more to you, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, we impart the hunger of the more, 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 the more. More, Holy Spirit. Come, fill our Lord. Fill, 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 fill hunger, 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 hunger in Jesus' name, hunger. Hunger, hunger, hunger in Jesus' name. We impart the hunger, 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 hunger hunger in Jesus' name. We impart hunger in Jesus' name. Now release it. Now go and release it. Now go and release it. Joy, we impart hunger. Now go and release it. Go and release it in Jesus' name. Go and release it. Go and release it. Oh, we impart hunger, and We impart to you hunger in Jesus' name. Now go and release it. We impart hunger to you. Ay-ya! Thank you for the more that you have for Betsy Joe. Now increase it, Lord, hunger. Hunger for Glenn, Lord. We impart that in Jesus' mighty name. Now go and release it in Jesus' name. Hunger. Ha, hunger in Jesus' name for Mark. Come, Holy Spirit. Hunger in Jesus' name. Really, you impart that in Jesus' name. We impart hunger to you, Chris. We impart hunger to you, Natalie. Hunger for the Holy Spirit, for the more of God. All that, all that He has for you. All that He has for you. We impart hunger. We impart hunger in Jesus' name. Ha. Hunger in Jesus' name. Fire, fire, fire on you. Fire. Fire in Jesus' name. Fire in Jesus' name. Fire in Jesus' name. Fire, 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 fire in Jesus' name. Oh, we impart the hunger of the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Now release, go and release it, Nancy. Go and release it. No, Olympia, in Jesus' name, we impart hunger to you. We impart hunger to you in Jesus' name. Ah, Andrew, ah, we impart hunger to you. Ah, yes, so don't Fire, fire, fire in Jesus' name, fire in Jesus' name, fire in Jesus' name, fire in Jesus' name. Fire in Jesus' name. name. We impart fire and hunger, 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 hunger for you, Josh. Hunger for you, hunger for you, hunger for you in Jesus' name. Hunger, we impart hunger in Jesus' name. Hunger, hungry for more, hungry for more, hungry for more, hungry for more. Now release it. Now release it. Hungry for more. Hungry for more. Now go and release it in Jesus' name. Hungry for more. Hungry for more. Now release it in Jesus' name. Hungry for more. Hungry for more, Jenny. Hungry. Release it in Jesus' name. Hungry, Tom. More in Jesus' name. We impart hunger to you in Jesus' name. We impart hunger to you in Jesus' name. Desire fulfilled There's a tree of life. We impart hunger. Ah. Hunger. Hunger. Ah to you linda in jesus name come holy spirit come on Rodney, Hunger, fire of God, fall. The hunger of the Spirit come. Holy Spirit come. Fire, let it fall. Hunger, 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 hunger. Hunger for the more of God. Hunger for the more of God. We impart to you hunger for the more of God. We impart that. We impart that. We impart hunger for the more of God. Fire, Hunger for the fire of God. Hunger for the Spirit. Hunger for the supernatural. Hunger in Jesus' name. We impart that. Now release it. Now release it. Hunger. We impart that hunger in Jesus' name. We impart it in Jesus' name. Fire of God, come. We impart hunger in Jesus' name. We release the hunger of heaven upon you in Jesus' name. Fire of God, come. Fire of God. We impart the hunger. We impart the hunger. We impart the hunger. We thank you for the hunger that they carry, but we say more. There's more coming. There's more. You haven't seen anything yet. You haven't seen anything yet. You haven't seen anything yet. And Lord, we're saying across this community, we're saying you haven't seen anything yet. The kingdom of God is coming. The power of God is falling. The God is here. God is amongst us for salvation, for freedom, for deliverance. Now receive it by faith. Receive it by faith. Receive it. In the G in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Remember, we're asking. We're believing. We're receiving. We're stepping out in Jesus' name. Come, Holy Spirit.